you Chet like to be in charge, Jared? I'm going to be honest. I do because um, I get things done. That's why. That's why I like to be in charge. Um, you look like a fool, by the way. I cannot, I cannot get over this microphone arm. <laughs> why did you find... Okay, it's just so funny. In all my essential gear, I'm definitely going to need to make sure I have space in my limited space van for uh, this arm. Well, first of all, it's foldable and it's small. I feel like I'm doing an interview. Like, what is this? We, I, like, <laughs> we are doing an interview. <laughs> Welcome to... <laughs> we have Chad with us today. He's going to tell us about his experience with the van life. That's Welcome. how we'll do it. Welcome to uh, Jared and Chad Wilderness Part 1. Welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast, everyone. We're here in the woods of Pontiac Lake, Michigan. Uh, you know, it's called the woods, but... Honestly, it's louder than my own neighborhood, and I live right off of Woodward. Um, we are uh, at Chad's campsite, and um, we've set up camp for the night. Is this what it looks like for you, camp for the night, Chad? Yes, sir. My first question for you regarding uh, your time here at this campsite is, what do you do all day? Because if I'm not mistaken, you got here on Friday evening, afternoon. Mm -hmm. And so you've been here all day today, Saturday. Correct. What the hell have you done all day? So I let me well let me tell you I guess the the whole story here, Jared. So okay. I came in Friday around five o'clock, and uh, it was kind of so spur of the moment that uh, I didn't even have my van all set. So I got here around five, then started actually put everything in the compartments and places where I thought they would be good. This has been a really good test run so far. Um, so I got here around 5, was done with that around 6 or 7, grilled a couple brats for dinner around 7. Yeah, 7, 7.30, because it took a while to get the fire to how I wanted it to cook on it. Uh, it seems like you got it nice and smoky now. Or do you smoke your meats? No, 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 no. I okay. just have this little skewer, and you know, I have a little, little grill over there. I put it on the grill and just let it sit there. Well, you do have a good fire going now. It's very mm -hmm. impressive. Yeah, it's not too bad. Hopefully it'll last long enough so uh, it'll... Keep us till dark, at least. I'm going to be honest with you. I was being sarcastic. Mm. I don't see a single flame. All I see is smoke. Yeah, I might need to have to go blow on it. <laughs> but that's okay. We can we can let it go out. I can start it up again. So you were just going to lie and pretend that there was actually a good fire right there? Well, I thought it was a decent fire until I checked. But are you Okay. All right. Listen, if this is going to be an interview of your camp t time here, I'm going to need you to be honest with me, Chad. Okay? <laughs> and if you look over at that fire and like, say that's a good fire, then we have a, we, we got a lot of issues here. I'm, I'm worried for you then. Okay? I don't know if you'll be able to survive in this essentially neighborhood. Right. Well, it is, it is my first time solo camping. Sure. So that's definitely a lot different. But now, you asked me, what, what have I been doing all day? So I guess let me tell you that, Jim. Yes. Um, so got up around... Eight, mm -hmm. and then uh, uh, what did I do? I got up around eight, and then I um, had breakfast, which was granola cereal with some milk, a banana, and muesli I made some for tea. You Europeans, better that's, muesli, that's, I should say, for you Europeans. Right. <laughs> well, uh, Sugary like muesli. Because muesli is just oats and uh, right. and and uh, you know we take it to, once again. Oh shit. Well, look at that fire, Jared. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Now the fire's nice and roaring. What the hell? What sort of sorcery is happening over here? It was here? the wind. Oh, okay. <laughs> wind came by and so stoked I, it I, up. I, I, you know, as everyone, I was just shitting on chat fire. I, we look over and it's a, it's a roasting. It's it's a it's going strong. It threw me off. That's what that's what a little breeze will do, Jared. Anyway, you had granola, which is flavor blasted muesli. Yep. Made some tea on the campfire, so that was kind of cool. 
that was fun. Um, then what? What I kind do? of kettle do you use? Uh, I bought this like super cheap cooking set on Amazon. It mm. all folds together for you like just twenty put it five, over thirty the fire. bucks. Well, I had the grill. Right, right, the right, grill right. and then put the kettle over the fire and just wait. Mm-hmm. Yep. I got my uh, goofy little mitt you were shitting on me for when I was starting the fire. Yeah. I mean, listen, safety first. I'm not. I'm, I, there's no reason for me to laugh at safety. But it, it, I, 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 maybe I just made, you know what, it, it's not even you. It made me think about, um, that's all it is, is projection. It made me think about all the times I've made fires with my bare hands. Mm. And yes, they're bare hands, but still, <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> um, so I got up, had breakfast, yeah. and then I, I walked around the campsite for a little while. Then around 1130, I, need, I needed to get a couple things. So I have a little camp lantern. Uh, and like an idiot, I checked it, and I thought there were batteries in it, and there were no batteries in it. Mm. So I needed to get batteries. I needed to get a little bit more. Uh, I wanted to get some water just to put the fire out at night because you want to make sure all the coals are completely out. Um, so I yeah. went and got and a couple things. You know, Max is going to come over and have a mishap. That's right. Don't don't want to don't want to do that. Um, also got that fancy chair that Jared's been sitting in as well. It's a nice chair. Because I, I realize I don't like I have a little teeny foldable chair that I bought that I can actually sit in the van. So mm-hmm. actually, the two of us, it'd be a little tight, but the two of us could hmm. fit in the van if I sat on the bed uh, if and I you sat that, down there. We should have considered that. Record the pod in the van? It would have been a nice be really tight. That would be... Next that time. Would, next time. We got to put some soundproofing or something up in the walls. Maybe. Well, maybe the foil coverings will work. Uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. I got to ask you, you though, say Jared. that like you know anything about about uh, acoustics. <laughs> I know a little bit. Oh, do you? I don't. A little bit. Um, <laughs> I have to ask you, though. This is a first time reunited, so uh-huh. it's great to see oh, yeah, you again. I keep, I keep skipping over that. It's po- been point. months, That's I think, true. at least two months probably. Sure. And this is the first that. time you have seen the van. What uh, You, you helped a brother out in uh, his dire time of need when my battery died and gave me a good jump. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got to cruise around in the van with me. What are what are your thoughts on it so far? I think you over exaggerated on the lack of power. Um, you have a very interesting stab the throttle approach to driving. I'm telling you, dude, that's just the transmission. I slowly. I can understand that. I imagine you don't know four speed, five speed. Do you know four? Yeah, okay, that that explains the that explains a little bit more than. Um, it's great, dude. It's great, though. Um, we actually, I to be fair, we I never even really did a proper tour. That's true. Like I kind of just sat in the front seat, and um, and then sort of just looked in the back for a bit. But it's an impressive piece of machinery. I, I'll say this: I it would be nice if I could see it, not like more more in. It's it's very like um, me, not messy. But there's like shit everywhere. Is yeah. that what the definition of messy? Yeah. So yeah, I would it's say messy. messy. <laughs> it's a little bit so better. So it's hard now. to it's sort of hard to get like a like a full like sort of picture of what um you know, like the space looks like. Right. You know? Well well, I can give you and the listeners, I guess I can try to give them a uh, a verbal tour. So so the the back of the van is it's about it's about six feet. Uh, or that's what around two meters. Who for, cares? For Figure it out. You, you, you have Google, everyone. <laughs> um, and so I have a I have a, a metal bed frame in there. It's it's actually technically Jared called a cot sized bed, so it's a little bit smaller than a twin. Mm-hmm. And then I have a foldable memory foam mattress. And when I fold the one panel up, then I can move the seat, the passenger seat, all the way back. Mm-hmm. So that's how you were able to sit there. Right. In sleep mode, though, I, I shift the passenger seat up. Makes sense. So then there's a little bit more headroom. So I have the bed on the passenger side of the van, of the back. And then there's not a ton of space on the other side of it because the, the 
mattress of the bed takes up a decent chunk of room because mm-hmm. I think it's about four or six inches high. So it's, you know, but it's it's super comfy to sleep on. So that's sure. good. And then under there, I have three storage bins. Right now, two of my three storage bins are snacks. That's probably going to change once I organize. Well, I should say it's snacks Goldfish and cooking f- supplies. For roll up. For yep. by the foot. Gushers. No, I don't oh, have definitely gushers. I don't have any of that actually. <laughs> I have very bare bones snacks right now. I have trail mix. I have some granola we'll get, bar. Okay. We'll get to that later. Okay. We'll get to that later. <laughs> You're getting ahead of yourself. So so I have the storage under my bed. And uh-huh. the bed's about um I think it's about 14 or 15 inches. So it's almost a f- it's over a foot high. So there's enough storage space underneath where you can put a decent I put my firewood under there, mm-hmm. a couple other things. Uh, like I said, my kitchen cookware. Um, you need your little pokey stabby thing for your yeah, uh, hot dogs for or max. for moving around the. <laughs> 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 so, um, but yeah, it's it's been a, an interesting test run with it. I'll be going out camping again next weekend. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And uh, I will say, Jared, I'm excited. But yet another safety net, you know. Not that there's a problem with that, but it's certainly. Uh, do you know the campsite in comparison to this one? Just I out don't. of curiosity. Okay. No idea. Um, all right, we got a whole bunch of like camping stuff to get into. I, I don't want to jump the gun because I just there there is a little bit of pressing news that mm-hmm. uh, that I'm still wrestling with a little bit myself. So I want to ask you about this. Now, technically, <clears throat> you're not fully vaccinated, Chad. Yeah, I am. It's been over two weeks. Or no, you're right. Tomorrow I will be fully vaccinated. It's yeah, been two weeks. So you're still at risk right yeah. now. <laughs> Um, so if I die tomorrow, Jared, it's your fault. <laughs> I blame you. It is, but hey, I'm not the one taking <laughs> doing it. Doing it for the pod. <laughs> you know the. You know you've heard Fauci. You should know the rules, right? And they and so, um, but the CDC recently said that no um, masks, no masks, and Mask a lot off. of a lot of states and a lot of uh, stores and municipalities or whatever have been being like, at, all right, at this point we're going full masks off. I think Michigan is like June seventeenth or something. Okay. Full masks off. That's gonna be weird. <sighs> yeah, that's the thing, dude. It's gonna be weird. Are breathing in people's droplets again, bro? Yeah, no. That no. doesn't sound. Comfy. Are you going? Are you going to mask off? You're probably safe not. as of tomorrow. Probably not. I don't know. There's. I, I think I'll probably stay masked up for a little while. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. But I, I bet you a lot of stores are probably still going to have personal mandates. But let me say this first. Mm-hmm. I, I, now that I say that, I have a list of stores here, just a few to name, that have said that they're they're done with the with the mask policy. Really? Let's yeah. hear it. Yeah. We have BJ's Wholesale Club, which is like Costco. I don't know if we you know we don't have that around here, but it's Costco. Speaking of which, Costco. Is the next one on the list? Publix, which is like a you know grocery store chain, uh, Sam's Club, obviously like a Costco or BJ Sprouts. I don't know what that is. I should have looked it up. I meant to. <laughs> uh, Starbucks starting May, Monday, May seventeenth. Uh, Trader Joe's and uh, Walmart. So does this mean? Does this mean Starbucks will start to have uh, Merry Christmas cups if they're going uh, maskless policy? Uh, oh you, no, because no, because most of the uh, the libs. That are in charge and work at Starbucks or whatever, you know this this idea that these conservatives have. Most of these libs are vaxxed, so they don't they're not concerned anymore about That's these uh, anti-maskers because they're protected by science. I literally just was about to pull open. Um, I opened Google or my Google Chrome. Like, oh, they can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the <laughs> yeah, it, it make it. I am fully vaxxed or whatever, and it still makes me feel a little uncomfortable. 
I don't, I, I, man, I don't I, but, I, but I was always sort of, uh, I feel like, on the more cautious side than the average person. Not to brag or anything, but I do feel like I was always a little bit more cautious than the average person. It you seems, and I both, I think. I, and you know, honestly, I also, that's true. I also see this leading to a lot more uh, Karen videos. Oh, oh, for because sure. Because there are definitely still stores that do have mask mandates, and I don't have that list in front of me, but there, there, there are plenty of stores that are, like, holding on to their mask mandates. And I just, I, you know, I can already see the, the Karens, you know? Like, I don't have to do the, you know, the government said I don't have to do this or whatever. And it's like, I'm a, pr- I'm a public citizen. You can't take away my freedoms. Which is ironic because... When the government was telling them to wear a mask, they weren't complying, mm-hmm. and now they are willing to comply when it goes with their viewpoints and their beliefs. That's weird. Weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, I just, yeah, it's, it, 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 I still honestly don't see much in my life changing. I, I don't. I'm not going anywhere really. I'm not. I'm not in a rush to go to any restaurants. Um, even though I am protected, I still it's like I don't know, I don't know why why we why are we in such a rush? I may you know I'm I'm not a scientist, so I don't want to make it seem like I have something like like I don't believe this the rules. But to me personally, I'm it does like I was like really are we are we're there already? Like just just open and wide. I was like maybe I mean you guys know more than I do. Not maybe you definitely do, but I, I'm 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 you know I got questions I guess, but. At least I'm vaccinated. That's the best I could ask for. Let me, um, sorry, that's all. But listen, Chad, you're, you're camping, so none mm-hmm. of this matters. You're in the woods. You know, no one's, ar- no one's around for the most part, kind of, except for Max. Um, <laughs> so we, so <laughs> I figured it would be useful since you're uh, getting back into your, um, your uh, camping lifestyle, you know, that we do some camping-based untranslatables. So these aren't the, most of these I'm going to ask with you are less untranslatables and more terms. Okay. But these aren't just your average term. Like I'm not going to give you kindling. I'm curious to see if I'll get them. I'm not going to give you something like that. These are sort of uh, weird Advanced, things. oh, weird camping terms. All right, yeah. let's hear it. Weird camping untranslatables. Uh, terms. Untranslatables. You're right. Let's stick to the branding. I'm sorry. And I do have the drops, actually. Ooh, it's that time, people, for some untranslatables, some camping-based untranslatables today. You know what's great? The untranslatable owl kind of blends in with it. Like, it doesn't it even does. sound like it, that was a drop. That could have just been an owl. That's true. Uh, <laughs> didn't, see any, didn't see any owls last night, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, a bunch of squirrels just ran I'll keep, away. I'll keep my eyes out and let you know. All right, here's the first term. Boondocking. That means to set up camp in uh, a very remote area and live off-grid. What does off-grid entail in this boondocking situation? It means you have no hookups usually to electricity, no hookups to water. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just out in the wilderness. That's true. There's another term for it. That's correct, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to Bushcrafting? No. No. Uh, it's called dry camping. Have you heard the term dry camping? I've heard the term overlanding before. Overlanding is different, though, because overlanding okay. is just the. Um, I think overlanding it does not work. It has no sort of real connotation to whether or not you're allowed to have hookups and stuff like that to water and electric and sewer. I I feel like overlanding more relates to the off-road aspect of it. Okay. So so you're doing some sort of van life camping, and the van also 
I mean, I guess maybe the van is lifted and has so the KO2s on it. I could see a lot of overlanders boondocking or dry camping, right. but I don't think that's a requirement for quote unquote overlanding. So I think that's just like the off road van life. Can I just ask, what is wet camping then? Is that a thing? Does that mean you camp out at sea? You hop uh, on a boat and you go, ca- I will go have, camping in a boat? <laughs> <laughs> that's very clever, Chad. But I imagine if dry camping is not having connections to hookups, I would imagine. Oh, duh. Wet camping might be duh. the opposite. All right, here's another one for you. Gorp. G-O-R-P. Got that wet-ass gorp. No, that's not. <laughs> I just made it up. That has no relation to the untranslatable, but gorp. it's gorp. G-O-R-P. It's an acronym. Going off roading... I don't know what is it. Um, if if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be camping, you you want to make sure you have some good gorp. Um, food. This is gonna be a tough one. It is a food. It is a kind of food, a specific kind of food. The gorp. The gorp. What's a when you think of camping? Like Chad, campfire food. When you think of camp, when you think of let's put it this way, when you think of hiking, long hiking extents. What sort of food do you picture you would bring with you? Trail mix. There you go. That's what GORP is? GORP stands for good old raisins and peanuts. Oh, I like that. Okay. And this term could be used to describe traditional trail mix or other homemade, homemade, homemade. What I said sounds like homemade. It did. (laughs) That's the English language, though, for you, Jared. This GORP is homemade. (laughs) Homemade. (laughs) Homemade GORP is not the tastiest. Well, maybe it is. I mean, listen, who knows? Uh, Homemade GORP. Uh, take oh excuse me homemade take on the uh, summertime snack shoreline inclusive camping offers for blah, 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 blah. so um do you have any gorp with you I do it's in the van is your gorp homemade no 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 so then it's not gorp is it no it could be gorp okay it, it's just tr- trail mix trail mix right it doesn't Little have to be homemade. raisins and peanuts what kind right? of trail mix do you have I got the sweet and salty mix oh so that sounds uh, good so it's peanuts sunflower oh, kernels um. M&M's and oh, yeah, that raisins? Good. I'm not looking forward to talking about the food portion of this podcast because, as I mentioned, uh, I failed earlier today on my ordering mm-hmm. of my food. So um, hearing about this gorp is making me sal- salivate. I got some a- extra brats if you want some brats. Brats, bro? Yeah, dude. Or, uh, brats and buns on the fire. Or maybe we'll do that after. Maybe we'll do that after. Well, I mean, <laughs> that'd be uh, funny recording a podcast yeah. while you're cooking brats. <laughs> um, do you know what a pup tent is? Cast? A, pu- a pop-up tent. A pup. pup tent. Yeah. Isn't that a pop-up tent? No. This tent calls for, uh, oh, a small tent meant, no, it's a small tent meant for two people. Is a pup tent. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sawash. A Sawash, S-I-W-A-S-H. No idea. Can you give me a clue? Help a brother out? Um. All right. So I would say that. I'm try I don't know like I see what it means but I'm trying to figure out how to use it. I don't feel like you're ready for uh, the Sawash lifestyle. Let's say this. It involves a level of um if if you're going to be ready for Sawash, I think you have to be a lot more bushcrafty. Experience. You keep using that term. I don't know what that means. Bushcraft? Yeah. Means like being out in the wilderness and using the wilderness to your advantage. So like making a shelter mm. out of like twigs and other stuff or Then yeah, I guess Sawash is another term for bushcraft then. Um, an example of so it's to live off the bare minimum of the land essentially okay. and so I guess it is bear craft examples of sawash could be catching your cod dinner with your bare hands that's to something else a moss pillow for sleeping under the stars 
Speaking of that's far above my level. That's for of, sure. Speaking of which, do you know what <laughs> cowboy camping is? Uh, isn't that uh, cowboy camping is when you camp and it's only what you can basically take on your back, right? No. Uh, I imagine if you're in, if you're into the Sawash bushcraft lifestyle, you might be open to the idea of cowboy camping. Um, how do you think cowboys camped back in the day? Pretty rustic, no tent, probably. There you go. Describes cowboy camping describes sleeping under the stars without a shelter. Okay, that's, that's cowboy camping. That's ballsy. I don't know if I could do that. Why not? Dude, mosquitoes. you're exposed to the elements. The main thing I'd be concerned with is mosquitoes. Well, you got mosquitoes. You have the out, you know, rain, wind, any of that stuff. Oh, I see. I see. But I, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Okay. See, I picture. I mean, you it, wear, you have a wool blanket over you usually, but still. But in my mind, I was picturing it where, like, you're cowboy camping, but you still have the option for a uh, shelter of things if it comes to that then but it's you're not like true cowboy but it's camping, like Jared. oh you just take the risk you're like, like listen i don't care <laughs> i don't care what I, yeah i'm gonna go on a long journey and just fuck it you know yolo <laughs> that's bushcraft oh, right i got there. my horse and my gun and some jerky and i'm good to go and, and whiskey and the gorp <laughs> whiskey i i wonder if cowboys had gorp with them trail mix they probably had yeah, yeah their trail i mix, bet you they had nuts with them, their trail mix was really probably just chewing food. tobacco <laughs> I mean the hardcore cowboys for sure, for sure. Uh, all right, I got one more for you, Chad. Um, and this one is yogiing. Yogiing. Do you know who yogi? You go off. No, it's not. A, it's not a. It's, it's not, not an acronym. acronym. Yogiing is it to meditate in nature? I have no idea. Do you know who yogi is? By the way, yogi. No, that you've never like, heard. Like a like a like like someone who's a. Isn't the yogi like a religious? What are you talking about, dude? Yogi or Yogi Berra? Yogi. Oh, the... Yogi the Bear. Gotcha. What's, is, what's who's Yogi Berra? What's the Yogi Berra was a uh, baseball player. Why do I keep going to Google? Yeah, no, not I'm not talking about that. No, we're not talking about the baseball Yogi player. Bear. We're talking about I believe Yogi Bear, the cartoon character, means going on a picnic. Um, kind of, but there's more to it than that. Okay. Um, if you if you're yogiing. Um, you'd be way more uh, accepting of Max and his millennial parents, and um, you'd be like, like, "Hey, come over here and get some gorp, maybe." You know, yogiing is offering uh, food or amenities to others mm. you account you encounter. Not Do, gonna lie, I feel like I'm as telling a, you these terms, and I feel like you're not fully listening to me. These, I, I am. These fully, terms are. I have nothing in front of these me to distract you, Jerry. I am fully. <laughs> that's true. These terms are for you. I just want to make sure these are setting in because these are terms that you might need to. Might use need down to do some yogiing next weekend. Exactly. You never know. Exactly. Hey, excuse me, sir. Would you like a little gorp? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm the campsite yogi. That's right. Like, oh, he's the yogi over there. He's got some great brats and and um, uh, uh, buns. Not going to lie, Jared. Brioche buns? Uh, I don't have brioche buns. Right, well, no one's going to respect you. Come on, Jared. You, you know I'm not on your level when it comes to <laughs> cooking. You would be the one with the nice brioche buns. I would love to see, like, if you were to go camping, mm. what your setup would look like. Uh, uh, Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I was watching a, a YouTube video um, about, you know, bushcraft and stuff. And this guy made a really good point about camping that I didn't think about. And he's like, the funniest thing about camping is that people will spend, and when I say people, I mean mostly white people, will spend tens of thousands of dollars to basically be quote-unquote homeless. 
Mm-hmm. There are some imp- impressive rigs out here. There's some it, really it, nice it, ones. No offense to to this campsite, but this does seem like an interesting place to see some of the high quality level of rigs that you've seen out here. I mean, we've seen both like full on ca- like campers, and then also like you a know Toyota, like, and then two tents, and then and then like next level vans like right. past yours, like that ProMaster we saw. Right. Um, and it's like, wow, this is like a, like, I don't know. And this is, to me, I find this place to be such an interesting experience because, uh, you know, I, I, like, I understand it's nice to be outside and stuff, but this is certainly no sort, like, there's so much noise, you know, like there's, it's a, it's a weird sort of experience where. You'll be surprised though, at dark, it, last night it was pretty quiet. It gets quiet fast. Yeah. Yeah. 10 p.m.'s quiet hours, and everybody so far was pretty respectful of 10 it. 10 p.m.'s late, though. I, that, I went to bed around 10 30 or 11. I guess so. What else are you going to do? I played guitar for a little while, did some reading. I have a couple books with me. Oh, that's lovely. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. Uh, we never got to that when, but we'll get to that later. I have a whole bunch of, you know, we'll make sure. What we're going to do here, Chad, is we're going to make sure. Grill me over the campfire? We're going <laughs> to, literally, I'm hungry. We're going to make sure um, that you're ready to go camping. You know, this, as as you've mentioned, is the trial run. And so. It, and I, so far, Jared, I failed. My di- Well, I failed or my, what, what was your car manual? What did that say? Ragged rundown battery? Rundown battery. Rundown not down battery. ragged. That would be even better. Right. Yeah, so we were jumping his car, and I was. we were just looking in the manual to make sure we weren't going to blow up anyone's cars. And it, 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 No ex- explosions yet. And explained the, the dead battery as a rundown battery, and I really enjoyed right. that terminology. Um, okay, so my first, first, first here, the, 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 he, 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 you like to, you like lists, mm-hmm. so I have. This is not a list from any sort of website or anything. This is Jared's list. I put okay. this together from my head and things that I think you need to focus on. One, not you, needs to focus on when camping or van lifing and all that stuff. So here are just things I need to make sure that uh, make sure that I I feel comfortable now after that uh, you're prepared. We'll see. Mm-hmm. First question: Do you have any Cub Scout or Boy Scout experience or Girl Scout experience? <laughs> I'm not, I'm into uh, a couple years of Cub Scouts. Oh wait, uh, which one's the earlier one? Cub Boy Scouts. Scouts or Cub Scouts? Did yeah. you go on any sort of uh, like you know sort of o- overnight camp trips or anything like that? I did that? it for I think a year, and we didn't we didn't get into any of the overnight you know, camping stuff. I can tell. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Your fire game could use some work. Okay, I would say. What's your fire strategy? When you build a, a, a fire, what's your strategy? Well, depends, Take me through it. Depends what I'm using it for. So right now, I'm trying to get uh, a couple bigger logs burning so I can get some coals. Interesting. Um, and then I wow. can get a longer burning fire. Uh, I'm hoping to have my fire last me till around uh, 11 p.m. or so. Nice. Okay. So, six, so five six hour fire. So what's your uh, fire building strategy if you're if, for that one for the, the long johnny for long, the long for haul. the long johnny? Uh, I make kind of like a, a teepee. Mm. With a couple bigger logs, and as you can see, the two bigger logs are starting to get coals on the bottom. They're starting okay. to get white yep. on the bottom, so that they're getting really Those will hot. Be the embers, yeah, yep. that'll yep. keep. So it that's going. what we want mm-hmm. exactly. So, um, and as you can see, I got two a uh, bag and a half of firewood left. I one so, little ham. When I, when I came here, I got three things of firewood. And what they say is to if you order if you buy firewood at a campsite, you shouldn't bring it to other campsites. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Well, because if you have any types of um, like w- bugs, bugs or, or stuff exactly in the firewood. Yep. So you're saying that in order to make a long-lasting fire, you first have to make a shitty fire and then make a better one on top of that. 
Well, first of all, if I was standing by and blowing on it and adding some wood, it wouldn't be as shitty of a fire. Okay. Well, you made it seem like that's the process. First, you get the embers by doing that, and then after you make the- I mean, that's not the only way. There's a lot of different ways. So, for example, this morning when I was making my tea, so I had one bigger log at the bottom, mm-hmm. and then two smaller ones that made a little teepee that was short enough where I could put the grill over top of it, right? Like sure, right sure, now, sure. the current fire, it's, it's the logs too are too high, high mm-hmm. for the grill to go over top of it, right? So, um, yeah. But, I, I mean, the thing with a fire, I had a fire going before my battery died, and mm-hmm. I was hoping to keep that one. If my battery wouldn't have died, we probably would have stayed here, maybe kicked the soccer ball around right. and done that. But, you know, we went for a little little joyride in the van since mm-hmm. we needed to charge the battery. So, um, but yeah, so like right now I'm hoping to get some good embers going so eventually I can knock those two logs down a little bit more. Sure. Just put one up on one of the sides and then I can put the grill over and uh, have a tasty little fireside dinner. So that is, so when I, I did some Cub Scouts too and I did it long enough to actually go places a, a couple times and um there are two ways that I learned to make a fire. One of them is the TP way. That works fine. That's a good mm-hmm. way to do it. The way that I prefer to do it personally, especially when, um, like you want, a, when I personally want like a long term fire, is I do more of a, a log cabin setup. Oh, yep, that's a good one. So you do like a, you know, like a like a square, mm-hmm. and then you sort of put like a. Um, you like kind of some, crisscross them almost, you right? Put, uh, essentially, yeah, essentially, yeah. And then you put like the kindling in the middle. Yep. And it's essentially like a tic-tac-toe board, essentially, mm-hmm. with the little kindling in the middle. And that that's personally how I like to do it. And then, and then those also tend to be a little lower for like putting like a grates and stuff over it. And the TP, the thing I don't like about the TP is it, to me, it personally is just inevitably going to fall over at some point. Yep. You're going to have some sort of tumble. And I think the tumble is minimized when you have the log cabin form. That's fair. That's fair. I will say that was kind of the fun thing about coming here last night. You asked what I had done. Last night, a lot of it was kind of just tending to the fire, sitting around. Yeah. I had Spotify on. I listened to, um, there's a kind of a country artist I like. I listened to his new album. Got to get into the zone. Yeah, you're in the woods. Like, why not, (laughs) you know? Uh, And then I I, uh, heard a couple new songs from that, like, radio radio playlist from there that, um, that, uh, you know, just some good new music and uh, hanging out by the campfire. It's kind of hard to beat the simplicity of that, you know? Sure, of course. Of course. All right. So you got the fire down. Speaking of it, it just <laughs> fell over. <laughs> uh, well, uh, he, theoretically, he's got the fire down. I've yet to see it in, 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 uh, in, 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 in practice, but I believe you. I'm not doubting you. Um, did you make a checklist, Chad? I, I did before I left. Yeah, I made a, a checklist of stuff I need to bring. Do you make? Do you put it on your phone or something? As I, a, I, ha- or as I a actually checklist? had it on my uh, on my uh, desktop computer at home. Okay, I was typing it up because okay. that's quicker. Um, I'm a much faster typer on a computer than with my thumbs on a phone. That's for sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, so my uh, my list here, I try to kind of cover the just the bare minimum because it's easy to bring too much stuff. Like I already have too much stuff probably in my van as it is Mm -hmm. but um i try to bring a couple a pair of comfy pants to relax in that was great yesterday chilling around the fire um a a thicker hoodie and a thinner hoodie a couple hats uh i have like a longer brimmed hat that i use when i'm like working outside (laughs) that's a straw hat how many hats do you have i know you leave my car in my car i have uh well right now i have three and one on my head so So you have four Mm -hmm. that's a lot of hats chad yeah i like you're here for Two nights. Yep. 
You got four hats. Yep. But okay. those hats are also the van hats. You, and that's on those all they four of those hats. Van. Okay, the all four of those hats weren't on your checklist. Well, uh, no, because okay. they were already in the van. <laughs> yeah, okay, ready to go. Okay, okay. I have some clothing and stuff that just stays in the van now because it's like, sure, you know, why van not? clothes. Yep. So you have, and, and do you break your list out into categories? No, I just it's a long ass list. It's not like food list, 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 list. Clothes list, 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 list. Well, my food, my food's been pretty basic for this trip, Jared. I wanted to keep it simple because and you don't know how to make anything. Don't make it seem like you're not trying to make a gourmet meal. Well, yeah, I don't know how to make anything, and I wanted to keep it simple. And the other thing is too is I there's this really important concept I think of camping, or at least if you want to be a respectful camper, which is leave no trace. So the more stuff you bring. The more, you know, it's easy to, you know, one thing I really wanted to bring was bacon, but, uh, you know, dealing with bacon grease, you either have to put it in, you know, a glass, a, a, like jar, a jar and let it cool, and then you have to carry bacon grease around with you, then my van's going to smell like bacon grease. So do you kind of mess up a fire pit if you pour bacon grease into it? You're probably not supposed to, I would imagine. Why not? Well, c- c- that might start an oil, a grease fire. Not while the fire's going. And I'm not saying put it, pour it on top of the yeah, fire. I have, I have no idea. I'm not sure. Like, I mean, once the fire is out, if you were to pour it, then would it, would it, would you be able to like make a fire after? I wonder. I don't know. Or is that some somehow desecrating the land? It probably is. Probably, yeah. <laughs> probably is. Yeah. Um. So you do have a checklist, but you don't you don't categorize it. You just have a long ass list. Well, I mean, I did have like clothes. And then just listing them out, food. Okay, that's what I was asking. So so clothes, like I said, it was just kind of basic stuff. A comfy pair of sneakers. Right, right, right. Which is super important. Did um, you ever, by the way, uh, do you bring hiking boots? Not this time. Did you go through any exploring? There's a lot of trails around here. Mm-mm, no, my car was dead. The The good spots to hike, I think, are, um, this is the campsite area of the place. Your right? car's been dead all day? It, it's, it died, well, the battery, I think, died probably around uh, 11, 30 or 12. Because I got back here, oh, I think, around 10.30. Right. I got here like four or something, so yeah. that's a while. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Let's get into it. I know we are getting into it, but let's continue to get into it. What kind of soap do you use? Uh, so I have some Coleman's Camp. It's like a, um, they're like little thin, almost like sheets of paper. Yes. You can use. Interesting. I have a yep. tip for you. Okay. I learned, I read somewhere that what you can do is you can... Uh, Take a bar of soap, whatever bar mm-hmm. of soap you like, your preferred bar of soap. I'm a um, uh, Dr. Bronner's guy, and you could use like a, a, a peeler and peel off those sort of pieces for yourself. Oh, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. That is a good idea. And then you have little individual use soaps for yourself. I like that. I might have to try that. The Coleman's thing, it was, I think, five or six bucks on Amazon. So, sure. you know, yeah, but, these little strips are kind of cool. But I, is it good soap? I mean, I mean it you works don't seem okay. very discerning. No I, offense. Did you shower? That was a <laughs> that was unnecessary. Did you shower uh, since you've been here? Have you showered since you've been here? No, I've okay. only been here one day. Sure, sure. So, I mean, yeah. I haven't noticed anything. Well, that's, that's good. You have been sitting in a car with me. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, I did not notice anything Jared at all. Jared jumped in the car. He said, ooh, I'm going to just face this way during the <laughs> yeah. car ride. Hey, can we roll these windows down? Do the back windows go down, too? Can we right. open the, the van doors can while we stick, drive? Can you pull the screen down <laughs> so I can stick my head out the window, like please? Like a dog. Right. Uh, all right, let's get to it. The food. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned um, you're a simple man. Yep. Uh, you, I, when you mentioned- I looked at it in two ways for food. Breakfast foods- some snacks because I'm not I don't eat a ton anymore. So yeah. breakfast foods, some snacks, and then dinner foods. Yeah, it's kind of the way I looked at it. So so breakfast foods, as I said, I got my granola, my cheap American uh, muesli. Mm-hmm. I got my no uh, flavor blasted for perfect to perfection. That's right. 
Got my uh, uh, Chobani Greek yogurt uh, for mm-hmm. breakfast as well. A couple bananas. Uh, that was my breakfast. Pretty simple and some tea. Um, I was going to bring coffee, but I, uh, I'm i an idiot, and I forgot to buy one of the like single-serve coffee filter thingies. Mm-hmm. So um, so I just went with tea this time. But I'm going to get one of those I recommend you go, go French press. Okay. There are some good camping French press ones, but they're about 35 40 bucks. Just get a normal French press. What do you need? A normal French press, you can get one for like ten bucks, fifteen. Well, because you can put you could put it in front uh, of the fire. Oh, one that's steel, gonna, stainless yes, steel. Yes, you yes, can yes. put it right on the grill for the fire. I was thinking you just boil water and then pour it in, because that's how what, are you going to boil the water? That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, but how are you going to boil the water? How'd you boil the water for your tea? With a kettle. Oh, oh, that's true with the French. You're right. Okay, that's yeah, probably right. what I would use then. Okay, because that's not how you use a French press. The French press is you have to pour hot water into. You can't. You don't can't boil heat it up it right. Gotcha. With the water gotcha. in there, yeah. Uh, or yeah. So um, you would have to boil. Yeah. So I, that would be my personal. Uh, and it's a, the French press is also a, like to, for me personally a perfect like size for 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 one for like one sitting. Right. Um, you know, which is a lot. It's and it's a lot. You know, it's one sitting if you're a freak. Um, <laughs> so food. We talked about the uh, the Chobani yogurt. Mm-hmm. We talked about the granola. Um, we talked about the coffee or tea and tea. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of tea do you like to drink? Green tea. Okay. Um, and green tea is a pretty high caffeinated tea, isn't mm-hmm. it? I believe it is. I think so. Yeah. Is that part of your consideration? Well, I didn't want to get decaf tea. So it is part of your yeah. consideration. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For, for, I, I, I don't consider myself like a big caffeine junkie. Like I drink coffee and tea on a regular basis, but I, don't feel like I do it as like a wake me up kind of thing because sometimes I don't. I don't need it, but um, I, but for some reason the idea of decaffeinated tea or coffee seems a hundred percent pointless to me. It's like why would I do that? For uh, the flavor, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Especially coffee. Right. It's like why would I do that? Um. Okay. So what else do you have? What other foods do you have? So that was. Those, is that the only snack you have? By the way, is the gorp. No, no, no. So, okay. so for snacks, I have the Gorp mm-hmm. Trail Mix. I have some uh, like protein peanut butter bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. I have some Pringles. Okay. I uh, like the smaller. You know, didn't get the full tube. Got the little mini snack tubes. Wow. Um, That's let's see here. Self-restraint. I'm very impressed. That's what, right. what flavor? Uh, well, it was a multi-pack. So it was the original sour cream and onion and uh, uh, cheddar. Okay. So, you know, ha- have to get a little bit of variety in there, Sure, Jared, of course. You know? Of course. Um, let's see here. What else? I'm trying to think now. Variety is the spice of life. Isn't that that's the untranslatable? That, that is. Um, I'm trying to think of other snack stuff. I think that's... I do have some stuff for s'mores as well. Mm. Um, but other than that, I mean, that's... Like I said, I kept it pretty basic. I mean, I'm only here for two days. Sure, so sure. No need for anything fancy. Um, and then you also have... And then the only dinner item you have... Excuse me, you gave me this beer, and this is what happens. The only dinner item you have is this, the sausage. Brats. Yep. That's it. Yep. Th- three days or two days in a row, brats. Yep. I yep. mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. Uh, how is your hus- husband, your, how's your cooler game been going? The cons- conservation of ice and all that stuff? Not too bad. A little better than I thought, to be honest with you, because when I was looking in the cooler initially, I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to fit a couple cans of beer plus all my other junk. Mm -hmm. And I was able to fit, I think, three or four beers in there plus all my other junk. I have Um, another tip for you. mm -hmm. What's that? So I see you have all these water bottles all over the place. Mm -hmm. This leave no trace. So uh, I'm I'm keeping a note. Um, Here's another tip for you. When I, I, I've used my Yeti cooler once and I had... I was a little, a little underwhelmed with the with the ice 
levels of it. It was mm-hmm. I, I felt like it, it the ice melted a little quick. Here's a tip that I found that could be useful. Take some of these water bottles that you have, freeze them, put them in the cooler, and use them both as uh, you know water bottles in the future, but then you can also use them as ice packs as well. I was going to do that, and poor planning is why it didn't happen. Mm. But that is a great tip. Did you, you, did you buy ice? You, you just bought I ice just from bought a grocery ice. store or yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. or gas station? Yeah. Okay. And so the cooler has been working well, though. You, like yeah. it, it, you'll, It'll easily you'll be fine for the, this weekend. Well, I haven't died of food poisoning yet, Jared. So, that's so true. far, so good. <laughs> okay, that's so a good far, sign. So far, so good. That's a good sign. What do you think is your limit on the cooler? What do you mean? Uh, ice. Like how long how, does the ice last? Well, I put the ice in on Friday at. Did you pre-cool it? I didn't. Okay. I, I was not. I told you See, I was not prepared. This was. Like I a, did, and yours is still seems like it's lasting better than mine is. Yeah, but I bought another thing of ice this morning. Oh, okay. Because the ice was, I didn't pre-cool it. I also had. So you didn't have that part at the beginning. So I had. Well, I, I also put some ice in this little guy over here because I had this outside last night when I was. A little, he has a little cooler that that you can put like drinks on and sit mm-hmm. on that he's pointing to. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I should probably describe that, shouldn't I? Because nobody else can see. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I kept the food pretty simple. Lunch today was just a PB&J. Um, you know, I had a little thing of homemade jam and put that in the cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, some extra crunchy peanut butter. That was like the perfect little lunch snack. Dude, that sounds delicious. It was, it was great. I, I, if you want one, to... we can have one after this. It all sounds delicious just because I'm hungry. Right. That's, <laughs> that's what will happen. I tell you what, there's nothing more satisfying, I think, than... When you start to get hungry and you cook your food on the campfire and then mm-hmm. you get to enjoy a nice warm meal. Yes. Oh, it's hard to beat that. And sausage on a campfire does not take long too. No, so and, it's and almost instant. And I got mine yesterday, so it was nice and crispy. Wasn't yes. too burnt. There was right. a, a couple areas that were a little bit overcooked. But I'm excited yeah. to uh, to eat when I get home, but I might have to steal one of these sausages before I go. You can, you're for really, sure. You're really uh, You can take a PB and J and some sausage no, if you I don't want. Need my both. Man. I don't need a full uh, no, I just need something to hold me over. I have stuff at home. Um. Uh, so that's your food that we went through all the food. I think we could. I mean, basically, I mean, I got some jalapeno chips as well. All right, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Pretty uh, basic. entertainment because I wonder what you do here all day, especially since you're trapped with a broken van. What do you do all day? Do reading. You, you said uh, okay. What kind of reading, books have you been reading? Lesson planning. Uh, so I have a couple books. Um, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Mm. Uh, that's a good one. Um, do you make a point to um, not look at your phone? Have you been making a point to keep it away from you? Well, I've been looking at it for music. But, right. but that's I, fair. But yeah, that's I haven't fair. been on it Scrolling. as much. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I haven't been really on, um, yeah, on any social media. I WhatsApped one of my buddies. Uh, turns out uh, his fiance uh, is uh, pregnant. So okay. that's great. So Mazel some exciting tov. news, right? Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, yeah, I've I've used it a little bit to listen to music. And Google a couple of things like how to jump a car just to make sure, you know, I wasn't going we to blow, blow up my, up, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or Start electrocute myself. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You right? should have put on your freaking glove. That's true. Ooh, <laughs> good call next time, Jared. Actually, there are some gloves in the kit I got that has the jumper cable. I Maybe imagine I you, have a, those. you have a first aid kit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes I, sense. Yeah. I haven't even given you, I should have given you a tour of the van before we, we should have actually. Didn't even think about it. Uh, didn't I mean, even think we about could it. pause it and do a quick little tour if you wanted. Or do you want to? Let's do it. Why not? Yeah. Why not? We can. Sure. All right. Thank you for the tour, I th- Chad. I thought you were already recording. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Thank Thanks you for the for tour. Thanks for joining the tour. Yeah. I mean, that, that helps add some context for right. sure. It is for definitely sure. basic, but so far fundamentally has covered all my bases mm-hmm. and there's more space than i would expect like i could easily sit down in there it was it was uh it was nice i enjoyed it one thing i want to put in there eventually is a fold-up table 
mm-hmm. so I could sit and like have my laptop there and do a little work, yes. do a little recording. A table would be nice. Yep. Could so you could have it set up where you could sit on the edge of your bed and have a table. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that would be nice. That would That's definitely be nice. Um, I have some some more little fun facts for you. Great. Um, actually, I have a I, okay. I have, so first is, in a pinch, hand sanitizer can be used as a fire starter. I did not know. Oh, well, it makes sense. There's some alcohol in it. Also, Doritos. Yeah, I did read that. Yeah, there you go. yeah. In an emergency, you can. I didn't buy Doritos. Maybe I need to keep a a bag of Doritos on deck when I go camping from now on. So we're in the Midwest. Mosquitoes are a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one right in front of my face right now. Um, and I have some mosquito tips for you. Pine needles, burning pine needles, or rubbing it on your skin is mm-hmm. a good d- detergent. Or deterrent. To poke them on me. Yeah, you could do that too. Give yourself a little. Uh, well, extra. It's longer lasting, you know. Yeah, get it in, really get it into the skin. Or uh, sage in the campfire. I have sage, and I meant to bring it for you as a gift, and I forgot. Oh, you should I thought it would have been nice. It, been it also smells, smells very nice, too, and wards off bad spirits. So yeah, all, a lot, all those reasons. <laughs> a lot of important benefits to sage, in addition to the mosquito repellent. Well, when we do Untranslatable Podcast Bushcraft number two, yeah. we can bring the sage. Well, we do need to do an episode, and now that you, you are going to have some trips under your belt, we need to do a full episode about bushcraft, because you keep bringing this up. Yeah. We just need to really get into it, but this well, is not and, about and this. Then this I'll, and then I'll have more time to walk around and maybe try out some bushcrafty things. Yeah, like, like what? Throwing like like axes like, at trees? Sure, or creating a shelter, killing and killing and skinning your own dinner. Exactly, for sure. Is that a bushcraft thing? I would imagine. I mean, kind of. Sure. Yeah. I mean, bushcraft would be just doing things out in the woods. Right. Right. You know? Crafting things out not, in the bush. Oh, there's another term that I didn't add because it was kind of obvious, and I don't remember it now. But it was essentially, um, it's not. It wasn't. It wasn't specifically boondocking, but it was where it's sort of like a, 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 a level of off the grid. I think below boondocking. Okay. I can't remember what it was now, but it, oh man! But there's just like open areas where you can maybe it is boondocking, um, but there there are open areas in Michigan where you can just camp like an open like you know what do you call it DNR land? Mm-hmm. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Uh, where you don't, where there's like no sort of campsites or anything, and it's just like you're on your own kind of area. That'd be fun to try out. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, you certainly have to be more prepared than you are now. Yeah, no kidding. Um, that was the fire. Uh, so I um, follow a car a car guy, and he and he went on a on a van off road van trip. He he rented. Well, he got given. You know, he's a car quote unquote influence or whatever. He got given this uh, like this off road Mercedes Sprinter. Must be nice uh, <laughs> to take to take on a trip for a weekend. He didn't he didn't get given it as a okay. gift to he take on a trip for a weekend. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, not not that's here. Awesome, here this is yours now, right? That that's was, honestly, that's kind of a nuisance <laughs> that, because it's like wh- because it's like where am I supposed to put this giant van? That's like, true. Wh- <laughs> now I got to pay taxes on this thing too, right? That's that's <laughs> those are all good points. No, it was just it was just for him to use for for the weekend, and um, he uh, recently came back from the trip and he actually put up a video of his top ten. Uh, tips for for uh, like van life camping. Mm-hmm. I whittled it down to what I found were the important ones, and oh, nice. being like three or four. Okay, let's hear them. Uh, you don't have any cupboards. Do you, cupboards. Do you have any plan on getting cupboards or anything, or drawers or anything like that? Is well, that that's what my your... storage thingies are. Right. All right. See, that is something that I didn't factor into this, but uh, something that I found interesting is he. You know, his Sprinter had like proper cupboards on it, mm-hmm. but they only had uh, magnetic locks. Okay. And so anytime he'd go over any sort of like, you know, we were going on dirt roads, right. something like that. You a, hit a bump, and it, might and it wasn't even that. It was like you know, like on dirt roads where they have like sort of the washboards. Mm-hmm. Washboards would would like the the. Con- and shaking would cause 
uh, the the cupboards to open. So like all like food and stuff sprayed you all need over to the get place. A latch. Yes. So that mechanical yeah. locks, like real, yeah. Like, yeah, latches. Right. Uh, but that doesn't apply to you because you have you do the bins, which makes mm-hmm. sense. And actually, that's another one that I, uh, storage solutions bins. I want yeah. to ask you about. Uh, you have more than enough space now. Do you feel like you? Do you feel like if you could, if you were to scale this up for like when you were to go to Missouri, do you feel like your prepared storage bin wise? Not. Uh, no. I'm. Well, what what my plan is with that is, um, just put a couple vinyl bags, and I have some bungee cords in there, and just bungee them to the bed, or put like a strip of bungee across the bed so nothing can slide out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I will say, Jared, if I could go back and do things again. As much as I love this van, I might have gotten one that has the cargo style back windows. So it would still have the windows on the doors, but the back would be just metal. Mm. So then you could mount stuff like a cupboard, for example. Right. Um, and I will tell you, if I had the skills and the money and the time, I would rather actually build a setup in there because the way the bed is, the bed takes up so much space that if you built a foldable bed, you could get the same or maybe even more bed space with better storage space if you actually built like a wood frame and platform because the I can only put a certain number of storage bins under the bed just because the way the metal frame is. That's another thing he talked about, fixed versus modular beds. Mm-hmm. Yours is fixed? Um, and fixed, he said, was good. Fixed is good um, for comfort purposes and for um, like uh, sturdy. He has yeah. his modular one because he, he was doing a lot of uh, not even hardcore off roading, just dirt roads, and you know maybe some slightly difficult stuff, but it, but nothing crazy. And he was saying that his modular bed kept falling, like falling apart, and so every night he would have to uh, rebuild it. Uh, because it just couldn't handle like the the consistent dirt roads. Or and whatever. I can tell you from personal experience from last night, Jared, you do not want to be uh, tired in the dark yes. in the woods Have fiddling to with your together. bed. That's why when I got here last night, the first thing I did was made sure to get everything inside all. Yeah, in order. make sure you're ready to go to sleep. Yep. Like that's the first thing. Like I want to be so ready where I can just get in this and go to sleep, and I don't right. have to put a bunch of, like clean up a bunch of stuff or put a bunch of stuff together. Um. What kind of cleaning products do you have? Cleaning is key. And something that he said from his experience is you can never have too many cleaning products or enough sort of variety of cleaning products. That's what I did not come prepared with. So I have the the Coleman's camping soap that I told you about. And that can be used for cleaning dishes and your body. It's just an all-purpose. Yep. Yep. Um, So I've been using that and water um, and just kind of rinsing stuff. I mean, I haven't had any messy you know, super messy meals yet. But one thing I do need to buy is like a good scrubber and tossing in there. I have room in the storage bin, so toss a good scrubber in there. There's another type of like soap that's actually, I forget what it's called, but it's camping soap basically. So you can, so you can wash your stuff on the campsite and then dump it and it's still safe. I would also recommend Dr. Bronner's. Have you heard of Dr. Bronner's? Mm -hmm. Dr. Bronner's is, is if you get the, the liquid soap, it's um, what I was talking about before when I said I use Dr. Bronner's. That's like their specific bar soap, but they also have a multi-purpose liquid soap. And uh, this thing is so multi-purpose. I mean, you can use it from everything from washing your clothes to washing your car to uh, like washing your dishes. It's uh, washing your body, obviously. And so it's a, a super versatile soap. And it's it's better to me. Why I think it's better than like some of the camping soaps because some of the camping soaps are so utilitarian. They sort of disregard like scent right. or like 
or like the feel like it's just so like rugged soap that it's like like it's something that you would never consider showering with if you were at home you know right. it's like sure. i'm only doing this because i'm camping so that's why i'm a fan of dr bronger's and because it's you know so versatile i will say too jared about versatility with camping and with van lifing versatility is key like almost everything not everything but almost everything in that van has more than one function or purpose mm-hmm. which i think is really good like my cooler it's a cooler but it's also a chair yeah right um so there's two purposes for that i mean i guess my bed it's a bed but it's also a seat yes you know um so there's a lot of different things in there a lot of like some of the tools i have as well like like this thing your battery pack it's used to power a variety of things not just right. one thing exactly your computer your uh your... you know what you should consider now that i think about it you did just have a battery issue i'm sure there's a one of these that i'm gonna buy one does come this. with a uh an attachment where that will also jump your car yeah they're about a hundred bucks yeah but yeah i might get one i think it's a worthy investment to have. Yeah, yeah. Even if you have a, even if you have a, a battery that you're very confident in, it's not right. just nice to have. This especially one, I'm if losing there's one, confidence in it. <laughs> right? Especially if it's something like this, where like, because I know some of them are, are that are very good are completely separate things. But it's, if it's one like this thing, which is right like this Jackery that you have, where it still has all the plugs in the USB, and then also there's some sort of attachment in the back where right. you could have uh, like uh, jumpers off of it, that would be great. You know what I will say about this Jackery battery that I got though, Jared? So I got the Jackery yeah, so Explorer right 240. No. Go Get for it. it. Um, I kind of wish I actually would have gotten the next size up because it has two AC plug inputs. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, if we ever wanted to do some more remote recording, both of us could plug in. Right. Right. Um, I honestly, I, but I will say this, I was surprised by how small this was. I thought it would be a bit bigger. And so it's super portable. It fits in mm-hmm. a bunch of places in my van, which is great. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure, I, I mean, I'm sure it lasts, like, like how, how long would it, how many laptop chat batteries could it charge? I mean, like how long would it I last for? Four if I were or to, five. Okay. So, it, so they have the stats what online. Mean, by the way, there's a zero W and two W. That's how many. Oh, that's how much it's outputting yes. energy. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. I see. Okay. No, I didn't see the output there. Right. Um, okay. So, so if it were to, so at this level, it, it, it can go for about probably four hours at about I think five so. watts. I think so. Of yeah. output. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, and you know, there's there's no really real reason why you need a computer. Like, like there's not a lot of things you need to charge that are like right. high high energy sucks anyway. Right. Like you're not doing anything serious. You're not plugging a fridge into it. Right. And a lot. And that was the other thing though too. When I decided to embark on this entire van journey type of thing, uh, I wanted to try to keep it as minimal as possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I don't have an electric fridge in there because a lot of people who do that they put. You know, they actually put an external battery in the van somewhere and they do all this crazy wiring and stuff, which would be awesome. And I'd love to do that at some point. But today and right now where we're at is not that point yet. Sure. Um, Another thing I'm curious and I would be open to exploring the idea of would be eventually putting a, a roof vent fan in the van. Just Which is also some serious surgery, though. It is. It is. Um, so so we'll see. Um, but I have to say, so far with just the windows cracked and having those screens that I built, you know, in there, so far last night it was totally fine. Cool. Um, got enough airflow. But now, granted, we're only in May. I'm you did say you're a little cold. Hotter. I was. I was a little cold you, last Because you didn't have, you forgot another comforter. Yep. Okay. Yep. So sleeping bag it was, and that sleeping bag worked. Dude, it's been so long that I've slept in a sleeping bag. It's so nice to be kind of bundled up like that. I yeah. slept like a rock. I will say it is sort of reassuring to know that in May, 
you're still kind of getting too cold at night. I think as far as sleeping at night goes in summer, specifically in the Midwest, it's probably better. Like we're, you're in a situation where you might be on the colder side, not dangerously cold, but it's better than being in a lot of other climates and, you know, where you're, where you're going to be in the hotter side. And that's a, a, I'd say a much more pressing issue. Right. And I will say the, the window coverings that I've made so far, it's only for the back windows for all six in the back. I will say when we were driving, um, driving around early, earlier, restoring your battery, it did feel a little shady having the, now, especially now that I look at the van from the outside, it does look a little shady having the window covers on it in the front. You mean the screens? The screens, yes. It seems like you you it seems like you should Almost. potentially take those down when you're driving. Cuz you can't see through them. Yeah, you can. Oh, I guess you can. I guess you, you can. totally can. I guess you can. All right. But it does it does add it almost looks like the window it doesn't look tinted cuz it's not dark but you're right it does add a it's harder but to because see because you inside. can't fully see through because there's the background you can see more of a reflection off of it I right. think something to do with right. that Right but when I'm driving I can see outside you of the can. screens okay But as someone as as that's as paranoid as you are about police it was shocking to see how afraid you were of every explorer that drove by Um that was just something that I noticed But I did take it. down the the back, uh, the the f- like furthest back window covering, and then the passenger or the the door window coverings. When I drive, mm. I sometimes leave the the back window covering still there because yeah, that's it's not fine. like I can see through there anyways. Sure. Um, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. What? So, um, how how confident? My final my final point, by the way, about this whole about this whole thing. How confident do you feel in your abil- in your sort of knowledge and ability to to I'm not take care of your car. But diagnose and keep it in healthy shape. You ask a lot of questions. Not that that's a problem. I'm not saying that that's a problem. I don't say that. Scale one to uh, ten, I'd give myself a six. A that's six. about where I'm at right now. What is the optimal tire pressure for your van? So front tires were. Um, oh, what is it? Mean? How do you find the answer? Well, it's in the door. That's okay. in the thing. All right. Uh, I think the the front tires were. I know the front tires were uh, less than the back tires, if I remember correctly. Okay. I think the front tires were. You don't uh, really have to know the exact number. Thirty-nine, and the back were forty-one. I was just more. You know where to find the. You right. know where to find the information. Um, okay. Do you they do you like a? Okay. Just curious. That's the only. That's the final one because that's certainly another one. Well, after we've jumped the car, I do feel a lot more confident now. If I do have to jump it again. Sure. And as far as a as far as a bad battery or a, a wreck rundown battery goes, it's not I that almost hard said ragged as well. It's not that hard to replace, but it's also not that hard. It's it's not. It's even less of a concern if you have like one of these battery packs that can jump a car. Right. Then it's even less of a concern because then you can just easily. You just do gotta it make sure that's charged. Yes, because <laughs> if that's not charged, then yeah, you're so doubly well. screwed. Yeah, yeah. But so, a lot of those you can get a little solar panel thingy. Mm-hmm. It takes a couple hours to charge it. But if you were in a pinch, sure, you know, that could sure. definitely. Since you've since you've been doing this, I mean, you've only been out here for a night at this point, about twenty four hours, I would say, I'd imagine. Do you feel more confident in 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 your in your abilities or your in in further in further journeys in the future? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, this has been a really good trial run. It's been fun to. Just kind of uh, sit by the campfire and do a little bit of very basic cooking. Mm-hmm. It's been really nice to not that you know my house is loud, but this is a Certainly whole not different louder than level, here. right? <laughs> um, but this is still a certain <laughs> nice level of serenity. Uh huh. You know? um, I like you know I loved waking up and looking out and just seeing trees behind me. Yeah, you know that was really nice. 
Um, do you f- do you feel any level of satisfaction as this is your van that you bought and sort of made into your own? Like waking up in it, it's like especially the first. This is the first time mm-hmm. you've slept in it. Was it like oh, okay. how'd you sleep? I got it. Because I, I I slept okay. So here here was the thing with sleeping. It took me a while to fall asleep, and I think it was because I was a little bit chilly, and. I'm used to having a bigger comforter just over me, mm-hmm. and that the the sheet and the blanket I have just was not thick enough. Can I give enough. you a recommendation? Yes, weighted blanket. Yeah, that's what sure. I would go with for sure. Um, yeah. I think that's a great great because they're small and compact or relatively, but they they pack a powerful punch. Right, it's a lot of peace. That 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 is a lot of peace. <laughs> um, I I will tell you this though, Jared. I do get a a sense of pride when I look at when I look at this van and think about. You know, all, all the work. I mean, not that I've done a ton of work, but I have done some. I mean, I had to cut out all the window coverings myself. Sure. I had to do the screens You made myself. it livable. You 100% yeah. made it livable. Yeah. Um, I think the carpet so far has been working pretty good. I'm definitely going to need to vacuum it when oh, I get home. I would recommend another. That's another one of those dust busters you might want to yeah, invest in. Yeah, they have some small ones that would fit right in my... Yeah. I have a little gap where I think it would fit. That's the other thing. I want to actually more methodically think about where everything is really going Mm -hmm. because for this it was just kind of like i threw the bins in there it didn't fit here okay it fits here okay that works sure you know it was kind of quick but it's not like like you can you can get a little bit more creative with the space usage and maybe lock stuff in a little bit especially if i get a table free up a little bit more space to where you might even be able to bring a little bit more stuff with you that you haven't considered just you know for sure one thing i thought about was also just raising the bed Mm because if i raise the bed i could just stack more stuff underneath. And but when you sit down, is, though, there is plenty of space. Like, you do still have a good bit of headroom, don't you? Or is it close? When you sit... I didn't look. I, I would... If if I raise the bed two to three inches, it'd be... I'd have to uh, hunch just to sit. And I see. I do... That's the thing is... That's a big trade-off. Right. Right. See, that's... And that's the thing with a van at this size. I mean, inches... Mm-hmm. is, you know, you have to kind of fight for inches because it's not a super big van. Right. And I did learn, Jared, that this this year, so the 2010s and through 2013 Ford Transit Connects, these are actually on a short wheelbase. Mm-hmm. So the funny thing is the guy on YouTube that I was watching that I got a lot of the ideas from, he has like a, a newer one. wheelbase I want, I probably. I wonder if it's like the same platform as a Focus. Could, could be. Very well could be. Could be. Um, but anyways, the newer ones, they have a short wheelbase and a long wheelbase. And the mm-hmm. guy that I was watching, I didn't realize he didn't say in his videos, but his was the long wheelbase. Ah, so the so funny thing you is, were learning doesn't really translate 100%. Well, I lost two to three inches. Right. You know, which doesn't seem like a lot, but I mean, when oh, you're That makes talk- a big difference. Right. And even just the bed with the fitting it, right? Because- if you were to try to sit in there and if I didn't fold that uh, third like mattress pad up, you you you'd have to be very close. Uh, I see. Up. So with the long wheelbase and, and his bed, you could sit comfortably yep. and still have the bed fully flat, exactly. for example. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you just have you. more more space to work with. Sure. But I think once I can find a way to get like a fold down table in there, and that's where I'm going to I'm going to need to start making some decisions, Jared, in terms of I might need to just mount some stuff. I might need to screw some stuff in there. I might need to mount some stuff. And it's a I, tough decision, but I think I think it, that I think you have yeah you you have to start making those decisions for exactly. sure. Exactly. I have uh, um what, what you you have to also at some point start diversifying your food a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like for example, next week well, I can't survive on just brats. Exactly. You as can't much eat, as I love you them. can't eat brats and, and PB and J for for Watch every trip Jared, you no, go on. Kidding. 
Uh, so, for example, next week, what what sort of foods are you considering bringing? Now, it's a little less important because I'm sure your your family or well, my your sister and her partner yeah, will are amazing cooks. More than the food, I imagine. Well, and they and they have a legit camper too, right? So, and, and they kids. have a fridge. They have like a I think it's almost a full size or a three quarter size fridge, right? right so, I mean, right. yeah, they got a lot that they. So can you don't have with. to be have as concerned baby cooler. with it. Yeah, you just yeah, I'll bring some snacks for myself, some gorp, but, some gorp, and that's it. Pass yeah. the gorp around. And they're I'm cooking good. fancy meals, and they're what is it? Meet the Fockers camper. Exactly. <laughs> um, what what I am hoping to do next week is try out some iron skillet, do some uh, campfire fajitas because yes, that wouldn't be eggs. that hard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Eggs as well. You yep, could definitely. I didn't, I didn't bring eggs this time because the grocery store iron? I went to. Um, I I don't. I need to buy cast iron. Um, but the the uh, store I went to when I was getting all this stuff, they the the smallest amount of eggs they had were a dozen, twelve mm. eggs, and that was just too big for my little cooler. A cast iron would be great because. Um, one, you can cook a wide variety of things in it. Also, it it has the lowest requirement for cleaning mm-hmm. as far as like, like you don't have to really like scrub it with towels and shit. So what you could do, I could, what I think would be great for like a camp situation is you almost have like a, maybe even like a designated sort of like kind of coarse brush that you use to clean it off with and you Just lower for your the f- cast iron right yeah, yeah lower your footprint you're not you know wiping paper towels on it or something and you could you could use it to cook a wide variety of things including don't worry you could still cook your brats with it good you know i, mean? I be- better be able to jared <laughs> but yeah you could you could also do like some sort of what do you call it like a fiesta bowl where you would say you right. had some like eggs and potatoes yeah. and meats all in one in there and sort of mix it in I will say, Jared, I spent way too much time pondering which brat to buy when I was at the grocery These store. These are important decisions, Chad. <laughs> what I did you get? Just some regular smoked ones. I was going to get what's some the cheese brand? filled. Uh, I'm I, glad you didn't get cheese filled because, uh, I'm, yeah. I think I got Johnsonville's? I don't know. I okay. don't remember. Okay. And they were just the, the and yeah. Sure, sure. Just your standard uh, brats. But yeah, so for next weekend, I want to try some cast iron stuff. Mm-hmm. So some eggs for sure. Some fajitas, because, I mean, chicken would be pretty easy to cook. Yes. Cast iron. Um, I don't know, dude. As much as I love bacon, I might need to bring some bacon and, and you know, find a way to deal with the bacon grease. Um, you know, I mean, worst case scenario. Bring a you can mason jar right. and just take it home. That's the other thing is I want to keep a couple mason jars in there. There's one van lifer dude I follow on YouTube. He does use a mason jar for taking care of number one. So that, Is know. that how much he doesn't want to leave a footprint? I mean, yeah. Well, I because mean, why doesn't he just do it, it outside? If you're, trust me, dude. Nature called late last night when I was, you know. You didn't want to get out. You don't. You so bad that you couldn't get out. Like, I mean, I got out, but oh. I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to. If I could have just sat peed down, in a jar. peed in a jar. I mean, could mm. be worse. Okay. But is a mason jar? I feel like a mason jar is not big enough for uh, one of those big ones for sure. A standard size mason jar. Yeah, I think so. That's enough for some pee. For Bro, one P, I would, I, th- I think so. I okay. don't know. I don't know. I've never really checked. I've right. never played that. That was one, one other either. thing that I didn't really worry too much about because I knew I was coming to a campsite, right? Like a bunch of people asked me before I left. A bunch of my coworkers were like, "Oh, like, how are you going? Like, where's your toilet? What are you going to do?" And I was like, "I'm going to a campsite. There's yeah, a toilet they have here. Normal bathrooms here. Yeah. I imagine. Sure. Yep. But you know, if you're boondocking, that's definitely like I thought about getting like a little foldable toilet, but I would recommend. In that case, you're gonna. I, I I feel like you need to adopt some sort of camp style bidet system. I feel like that would be easier. <laughs> I feel like that would honestly be easier than uh, obviously like toilet papers. If you have some sort of like hose system. Well, let me tell you, Jared. That can you can I, use. Can I give you a couple things that I've learned from this trip, and this is why this has been such a great trial run that I need to get for my next trip. Mm-hmm. And one of those is a hose slash 
like portable shower type of system because once again, I'm all about multi-purpose, right? So you can use that for a shower or to wash your dishes or to spray something down, right? Mm -hmm. So there's that. Then um, I'm trying to think what else. A shovel, like a multi-tool shovel. Some of yes. these, they have like multiple pieces and they have like a fire starter, and a they knife. And fold out. Yeah. yeah. And they screw together. Yeah. So, I mean, that's good for if you're trying to, um, you know, use the fire, um, like kind of move around the coals a little bit if you need to. Because lately I've just been using my little skewer and my, my fancy glove. Mm -hmm. um, and that's been that's been working fine for now. The but glove. But, I've, <laughs> but I've realized that I really need a shovel, like a small shovel that I can use. Mm -hmm. Also, if you're boondocking and you need to go number two, shovel a little hole in the ground, yes. do your business that's and cover the, it up. That's the responsible thing to yep. do. Yep. You're confusing animals. Exactly. <laughs> you just leave it out. Exactly. <laughs> so uh so so the so that was one thing, the shovel. Um I needed to get batteries for my lantern because last night, man, it's crazy. You don't realize how bad the visibility is in the darkness until you're sitting there and then you're looking at the fire and then you look over and you can barely see your van 10 feet away from you <laughs> yeah you know yeah when there's not a when there's not a street light in sight right you forget how dark the now, world there is really a light is. somewhere over there and i will say when i was falling asleep i had to i had to sleep facing the other direction actually because i don't have a window covering yeah <laughs> i could see the light a little bit so i will be getting window coverings for the uh, passenger and and driver side windows and then the windshield oh you well. mean the the front. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Better than just the screen. The screen right. is just so you can have the windows down. Cracked and, and no and bugs, bugs and stuff in. won't get in. Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so far it's worked okay. At least I didn't wake up with any crazy welts or, or well, bug bugs good. or anything. I mean, so. you know, I, I opened up the window earlier today and, and when I was putting it back in, I noticed that if you put it in right, it has a pretty nice crease there in the bottom mm -hmm. that's kind of hard to... Yeah. I did that on purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It took a little bit of thinking and planning, but I think... Yeah, it was interesting how you did that too because it did, it did almost kind of like... the. The crease almost fit into place perfectly. Like, like you could see, it was easy to see where it would slide into, yep. and it just fit. The, oh, you did a good job, is what I'm saying. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> I appreciate it. I will say, I mean, a lot of this was kind of a trial by fire. You know? Sure, just of course. Even cutting out the window coverings. Like, honestly, it would have been smarter for me to probably just cut out, like, one shape for one window and then just duplicate it, which I kind of did, but I did that. And then if you look, if you look really closely on the inside, you can, you can kind of tell which ones were the first ones I cut sure, out and sure. which ones were the second ones, but so, they cover the windows and they get the job done. And I will say, Jared, I've been really impressed by how, like if I, especially if I open the back doors during mm -hmm. the day when it's like 70 degrees or hotter with the window coverings, it's, it's definitely cooler than outside. Nice. Okay. So it, it works out okay. Another thing that you mentioned you forgot, and I think this is something that's crucial. Yep, super crucial. For <laughs> if you're actually going to be far away from home and doing you know some serious trips, socks. Socks and, and socks and underwear is something that I like every, every every like three or four trips. I always I'm always like, how is it that I only have two pairs of socks? You for know this what the irony is, Jared? Trip? I brought enough undies where I could wear underwear on my feet, <laughs> but I didn't bring socks. So, but see, that's the beauty of you know testing some stuff out. Socks you know? is another thing where it's perfectly easy to just have socks in van socks. I, and you should they're going like, in like, the right you, you when I get not, Like I, I feel like you shouldn't. Well, you probably have more than enough. But I would say like not even like get socks from your drawer. Just buy a pack of well, for like a pack of socks that you just have in the van. Well, I think for van socks, what's what's going to be key is have a really thick pair. Yes. Have a thinner pair. Yes. Uh, and probably have a shorter pair when you know. We don't need sock tan lines here, Jared. We're classy <laughs> gents. You know, we don't need sock. Oh, tan that's lines. another tip. That's another tip I saw. Is you no tan lines? Uh. 
no is <laughs> sorry i got distracted by the children is that you um keep a pair well you don't ha- you don't have a sleeping bag but even with your i do oh you do yeah did you not see the oh sleeping I, bag I missed on my that bed? you did <laughs> is that someone said keep a pair keep a pair of sleeping bag socks specifically keep a pair of here's socks. the thing i don't like sleeping I'd, socks either me either yeah yep. i could see i could yep. feel you it you read yeah. my mind yeah. that's that was my problem with it i said that's smart I hate sleeping bags. But with if socks. you're really cold, that is actually a great survival tip. Yeah, and like that's just the pair for the sleeping bag. And so another, even if you don't use them, right. as someone like you or I that preferably would do everything in our power not to have to sleep like that, but you might find yourself in, in a, a situation pinch, right. where it's like, listen, it's freezing. I'm doing what I got to do. That's kind of the fun thing. The thing that I like about camping a little bit is you have to adapt. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's really cold, you have to make some, you know, you have to plan things differently. If it's rain, you know, we've been, I'm going to knock on our wood picnic bench here. We, we've been very lucky, you know, no rain yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'd be, we'd be in, in sort we'd be of sitting a, in my van right now. We'd be in trouble if, if it, it just started raining. pouring right now. There's a lot of electricity on this yep. table. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all yours too. So I'd be, fr- well, I guess this is mine and that's mine. But uh, yeah. Still. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, camping is, it's just great to, you know, granted, there's lots of other people at this campsite and everything, but it's. I mean, on, on, let's be honest, on a scale of the best campsites around, this, pro- this probably isn't like making any sort of top 10 list. No, it's a but, fine place to no, be. No, but I would say it's, it's, an, this it's is not a great piece starter. of shit. I'm not saying it's terrible right. or anything, but like there are areas where you can go and certainly have like more of a secluded feeling. You know, this almost feels like you're at like some sort of like. I don't know. Day camp? Yeah, a little bit. Well, the the thing is, too, Jared, like, is I, I booked the wrong site. I should have booked one further back. Mm-hmm. But the way I thought the layout was, I actually thought this was further back. Right. And, like, the picture I saw it, it was kind of like it looked very – it looked a lot more secluded right. via the You're picture. A, every, almost everyone has to go by you, essentially. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It, there did there were some ones back there that I saw that looked like – Looked they nice. Pretty, yeah, pretty hidden. Yeah. But, yeah. Don't worry, I noted a couple of those numbers down for next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, dude, that's all. That's all I got. I think we we talked about camping. I think that's enough. I'm hungry. You know, we have prize of time for some brats. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Thanks for the information. I think we can. There's definitely a lot of room to continue this, and we'll continue it with the bushcraft uh, series on maybe mm-hmm. the next time I, I find you somewhere camping in the in the greater gonna, metro detroit area it's going to be happening a lot more often i think now that i'm starting to get the swing of things mm-hmm. um it's just been the other thing i realized too jared is i just like driving around and just seeing some yeah, of the scenery dude. like i even mean around here it's not too bad i told you i i generally i kind of know this area because i roughly grew up around here back when i was a kid i grew up in clarkston and i told you like there was one time a couple weeks ago where i just drove around these back dirt roads just for fun and so you know that's that has I don't do it much, but that has certainly turned into like a pandemic activity for me uh, to just uh, like, even if I'm like, if it's something local, uh, like I'll be like, you know, let me just take the long way, you know, let's just look around. And then now that I'm a, I'm a house, house person, I'm a homeowner, you know, now I'm like looking at houses and neighborhoods a lot closer than I ever have before in my life. So that is a great pandemic activity. And, you know, you do live with your parents, so I'm sure that this is a this is a nice getaway mm-hmm. a, a needed getaway yeah i mean i love my parents don't get me wrong but sure it's good i'm to- not shitting on your parents but you know you don't you're it's 20 29 year olds are not set up to be around their parents this much that's true yeah it's been it's been good to get away it's been nice to i mean i've had to learn you know some new things you know i of mean course. even jumping a car as basic as that sounds i've never i've been lucky my crown vic has never needed to be yeah. jumped actually yeah um so 
Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. I really thank you for coming out and visiting me. Sure, Making man. Making sure I'm still alive and kicking. Sure, man. You know, I, I was joking with you earlier how I said I'm not going to come save you. Yet here, I the first thing you I came do and saved me. when I got here is jump your car. You're like, as soon as I pull up, you're like, I need your help. I'm like, yes. Yep. Yep. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. Yeah, so, I'm curious uh, to see what uh, your next visit will be in store and what you'll need to save save me from next time. Yeah, so follow along on Untranslatable Podcast on Instagram. Untranslatable one, the number one on Twitter. Maybe, maybe I'm not no pressure. Maybe you'll find some pictures on our Instagram from this little setup that we have here. Uh, no guarantees. You probably take know. a couple, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll definitely do. I, I think. I think it's summertime in Michigan. I hope it I doesn't get say. more beautiful than this. I think slash hope that we'll be doing another one of these from another campsite relatively. Oh soon. yeah. I got lots of places to explore with that van, Jared, so that's for sure. I'm planning on, for now, I mean, I bought the thing cash, so I'm planning on driving it till the wheels fall off. So let's check out some new places. Uh, I want to thank you again for coming here. And uh, to anybody out there, let us know what your favorite camping tips are as well. Mm -hmm. As Jared said, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, so thank you. And as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, Diakuyame, muchas gracias, shisha, and dosvidanya. Getting bird calls in the background. Yeah, let's get some ambient, some ambient room. room I was hoping we get some firecrackling, but this is the quietest it's been the entire.